your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Heim. And I'm Thomas Welch. And we got a very special episode for you guys today, number 250 in the Lockdown Blues catalog, which is unbelievable. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to talk about that, um, as well as Clem Costin making his season debut tonight um, and some new some new lines that I'm actually pretty excited to watch. But before we get into that, I want to remind everyone that this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join Tommy and I hopefully this weekend. Should be Maybe? this weekend, Play- yeah. Playoff time? Awesome. To get on the action, Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. All right, now, Tommy, before we get into hockey talk, Episode 250. Didn't see that one coming. It's been flying by, honestly. Yeah. Like, just doing yeah. episodes every day. You don't really think about like the numbers. You just think about, like, all right, let's put one out like every day. Try and make it the best content possible for the fans at home. Make sure you guys are getting all the news, staying up to date with the team. Uh, as much knowledge as we know, we like spitting it out to you guys, giving our hot takes mm-hmm. every once in a while. So uh, nothing but appreciation for the listeners because without you guys, obviously – this wouldn't be possible we'd just be talking to ourselves in a room like a bunch of idiots but dude it's been a lot of fun a lot of good memories along the way Jordan Cairo interview Robert Thomas interview Uh, those were absolutely huge but to celebrate 250 episodes we got a little something with another current player uh in the work so so the lines of practice were Barbashev O'Reilly Perron you like to see Barbashev up in that spot He's a grinder. He's a worker. He's been doing all the little things all season long. And then O'Reilly Perron is a staple. Schwartzchen Kairu on the second line making its reemergence. So we're going back to that one. Splitting up the Kairu Thomas Hoffman line, but instead of Kairu. Read that third line to me, Tommy. Read that third line. You're looking at Clem Costin, Robert Thomas, and Mike Hoffman on the third line. Oh, baby. And then rounding it out with Cal Clifford, Zach Sanford, and Mackenzie McEachern on the fourth line. Damn, Zach Sanford. What what's up with that fourth line? Not no way. It's where he belongs, bro. Like, I don't how mind his. I don't I mind his game, and he's playing. I think I am lined up at center. I don't mind his game I, as a fourth liner, so. but uh, anytime you start creeping up third, second, first line, abomination. Uh, it's a it's a disaster waiting to happen, right? You mentioned Zach Sanford. Did you see the the tweet that I posted? I believe it was last night. Of the Instagram account that that decided to rank every NHL team's best defensive forward. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was like clickbait, Josh. You think so? Yeah, like you know how the Barstool does those like, uh, like research maps or whatever, and they do it just so like people get like mad and they're like, oh, there's no way like this. That that's definitely what they were. It might have been to get clicks, but but like, it, it almost seems a little bit too like too random. Like all, Wallstrom. Well, I'm sure. Scott Lawton. I feel like there's just some advanced stats that like Zach Sanford somehow ranks first in. I feel like they definitely see like on Twitter how many people hate on Zach Sanford, so they're like, "Oh, they think they'd get some clicks." Yeah, exactly. Well, hey, it worked because here we are talking about it. Because um, there was that. I, anyway, I forgot which article or it was like uh, stats and basically showing like uh, who is the most uh, popular name thrown around on Twitter. And Jack Eichel trade packages, and the, oh yeah, it was like and it was two. Zach Sanford, and it was Zach Sanford. Yeah, I'm like, it's literally just people trolling. Like, no one's actually. Beside us, besides us on the on the pod last time, uh, nobody was really actually making serious trade packages. 
but I just wanted to just want to put that out there to get another another person's thoughts on it because I I thought I was losing my mind when I when I came across it. But I'm I'm okay. definitely gonna be losing my mind when Klim Kossen steps on the ice tonight. Oh man! Uh, like you were talking about, we've been hyping him up for the last couple of weeks or so. Obviously, uh, winning the championship in the KHL, the Gagarin Cup. Uh, coming over here, had to quarantine. Uh, it's all been kind of building up like a drama, right? Like. It's like a, Two it's like a, a it's like the season. hype up to like a release date for like an album you've been waiting for forever. The top prospect uh, in the Blues farm system, top forward in the Blues farm system. Uh, he brings that physicality like you write home about. He's not afraid to drop the gloves, which is huge in the playoffs, sticking up for your teammates. Uh, he's not afraid to score goals either and create in the offensive zone. Uh, so I think slotting him in on that third line with Robert Thomas, who's just going to be feeding him behind the back passes all day like he's magic johnson um and mike hoffman who's going to be just as much of a threat to score off the one-timer honestly as clem costin is because he loves ripping that baby out the minnesota wild have something to play for tonight the blues don't really but i i could definitely see i could definitely see this matchup and the lineup that the blues are putting out stack up well against the minnesota wild even if villa huso's in between the pipes could emerge victorious. One thing that that the Blues have a, a, a plethora of, and, and and I think a player type that the Blues um, really value is is a good checking forward. And I think we saw it in the playoff run how valuable that, and the Cup run how valuable a good checking forward was. You know, you got Ivan Barbashev, Braden Shen, even Sammy Blay. Um, you know, forwards that can can play good offense, play good defense, um, make plays happen, but also throw throw the body around and. I don't remember exactly what the numbers were, but Clem Costin having like 50 more hits than the second place player in the in, in the KHL playoffs. I think Clem Costin has the potential to be the best checking forward on the Blues um, moving forward, just because that is such a dominant skill set that he possesses, and he flexed it in maybe the second toughest league on planet Earth um, for hockey. So no no reason to believe he can't uh, translate that over to. And even smaller, smaller ice size too, which I feel like might even benefit um, Carson in the sense that there's even less time for people to get out of his way when he's barreling towards them. Yeah, hundred percent. It's going to be great to get that guy in the locker room, but we want to get you guys in our locker room, and that's why this episode is brought to you by Locker Room, because Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. This app. It's free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You can even find locked-on hosts like us across the NBA, MLB, and the NHL. So go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. I believe there's a beta out on Android as well. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group for the latest league updates. I know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. I can't wait to join you guys all there. Like we said earlier in the podcast, uh, I think we're going to be ripping one this weekend uh, as, as, as we get closer and closer uh to the blues first playoff game so like i said download the locker room app today locker room changing the way we talk sports now josh if you're going to be on locker room for extended amounts of time because last time we ripped a two-hour one there was a lot of content a lot of conversation uh but in that time you get a little bit of hungry a little hunger in your stomach you know what i'm saying uh that's why you got to pack a built bar along for the occasion because built bar is the best tasting protein bar 
ever. What's your favorite Bilt Bar flavor? My favorite is peanut butter brownie. It's definitely up there. Maybe salted caramel. I don't know. Depending on my mood. I feel like salted caramel is more for like the fall. So it reminds me of like uh, caramel apples and all those things. But peanut butter brownie is a staple. But whatever your favorite is, uh, there's something for everyone. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. And not only are Bilt Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. So most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. You can order today and get that raspberry or mint brownie, whatever you like. So go to BuiltBar.com right now and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Now Josh, we got Billy Huso in net tonight. Uh, he hasn't played in a while, uh, but obviously giving Jordan Bennington as much time to rest as possible before the playoffs, I feel like is huge uh, for the progress of this team throughout the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, what would you like to see from Billy Huso tonight, and would you chalk it up as a dub if he just had a good performance but the Blues came out uh, on the losing side? Like you mentioned, Minnesota absolutely has something to play for, and the Blues do not. Um, and I, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Blues come out a little flat tonight just because the, the grind of the season has no doubt taken a toll on these players, and it would be pretty easy to look at the standings and say, okay, we are not moving an inch no matter how many games we win or how many, how many games people lose. We are the fourth seed. Um, so I, 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 on that being said, I wouldn't be surprised to see a little bit of less less effort out of St. Louis. Now, that being said, my preference and, and what I hope is to see um, them sort of treat this like a playoff game and say, we saw what happened last year when we, we kind of used game one or game two of the playoffs to get to ramp up the full speed. You know, it was too little too late at that point. Um, and I think that, you know, the sooner you get into that, that playoff shape, the better. And they're, they're, they're a little shorthanded tonight. No Tarasenko, no Blay, no uh, uh, Bozak. I almost said Steen. No Steen either. Mm, yeah. Um, He's golfing, I think. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, so shorthanded lineup, backup goalie and net, sort of setting the stage for, I would say, a, an expected loss. Um, but hey, what 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 is a good playoff team capable of doing winning games they're meant to lose? So I would love to see the Blues come out and sort of shock me and shock, I think, a lot of fans and, and just steamroll through tonight's game because I think they can. I think they could catch the Wild by surprise. I, think the, I wouldn't be surprised if... The while they're kind of expecting something similar, expecting a, a lackluster performance from St. Louis. And if we come out guns blazing, could could uh, make things tough for them. So, uh, And we have played Minnesota Wild uh, pretty well all season long. And I think it would be I think it would be a good thing to kind of piss them off uh, before they go into the playoffs. So if they if they do play Vegas round one, they have a lot of built up uh, emotion that they're going to play with and be like, hey, like we just lost two in a row to the Blues, and they weren't even starting Jordan Bennington. Uh, let's go out and make a statement against these Vegas Golden Knights uh, and ruin their pre-expansion draft party, celebrating the fact that they don't have to get rid of anyone. Oh, that's unbelievable. That's um, I, We should no, have brought that up in, on the Columbus Blue Jackets podcast. Uh, if you guys if you guys haven't heard or haven't seen on our social media, we, we hopped on the Locked On Blue Jackets with Jay Forrester, uh, and basically talked about why Blue Jackets fans should hop on the Blues bandwagon. But I think that's another good reason. It's just like, I, I really do think this team, I mean, 0.1% chance to win the Stanley Cup. 
according to Money Puck odds. I'll take those odds. Yeah, I, I, you can't get much more of an ultimate underdog than the St. Louis Blues right now. Now you mentioned, would we consider tonight's tonight's game a win if if Billy Huso just goes out and um, does all right? Uh, something we talked about before yesterday's episode that we actually didn't get to bring up on the pod that I, I want to ask you now, and I want to kind of formulate my own opinion on. What does what do the St. Louis Blues need to do in these next few weeks to consider this season a win? Have they already done it by making the playoffs? Do they need to beat a, a much better on paper team in Vegas or Colorado? Where, where where do the Blues need to finish the season for you to sit down, Tommy, or for us to sit down and say, all right, not maybe not didn't get the Stanley Cup, but still a good season what needs to happen for that i think there's like a 50 50 divide among blues fans right now because like if you if you listen to the podcast at the beginning of the season and talked about like our expectations and like making the stanley cup and all those things like on paper this roster uh absolutely looked like a stanley cup contending team now through the course of this season obviously uh there was a ton of injuries that they had to navigate through a lot of other things they had to navigate through i mean anytime you play hockey during a pandemic stuff like that's going to happen but it, it really felt like the blues were almost like had a bullseye on their back or something like it just felt like everything that could go wrong this season did that being said I think depending on your expectations if you're if you're still at the point where you're still riding with your expectations from the beginning of the season uh, this season is definitely not a win yet if you hedged your bets halfway through the season and said you know what like we had a ton of injuries this team honestly like had no business making the playoffs they did anyways this season would potentially be chalked up as a dub already. That being said, I think whoever the Blues play in the first round, if they win that series, you have to chalk it up as a dub because you're taking out a Stanley Cup contender that was that had been a Stanley Cup contender all season long, emerging as an underdog and moving on to the second round. Whether it be slaying the Giant of Colorado or Vegas uh, doesn't change the fact in my mind that that's 100% a dub for any Blues fan. And if you don't think it's a dub unless they win the Stanley Cup, you're just lying to yourself. Put it this way. Let's say, hypothetically, the St. Louis Blues go on and they win a Stanley Cup. You know, they win four rounds of, of, of playoff hockey, raise another cup. Awesome. I think no matter what the path is, round one will be the toughest round for them. That doesn't mean that if they move on from round one, they're going to win the Stanley Cup. But all things considered, you know, players right now still not up to full health two games left in the regular season um barely scraped into the playoffs by the skin of our teeth and now going up like you said against one of the two probably top three teams in the nhl in vegas or colorado that's round one is going to be the toughest round by far even if the blues you know make it to the cup final i just think the, the odds are stacked against them in that way um but that being said, I think the Blues are, are one of those teams that, that likes having their backs against the wall. Um, and we talked about it, like how they, they, they kind of have an affinity to win on the road. Um, I think they, they feed off that energy of, of, of being counted out and being doubted. So I think I do think that definite W if you move on from, from round one. But, but I would be surprised to see this team make a deep playoff run if, like you said, they do move on from the first round. And if you are feeding off that energy and you think the Blues are going to make a deep run as well. The odds for the St. Louis Blues to win the Stanley Cup right now are plus 3500. So if you throw $100 down on the Blues winning the Stanley Cup, you make $3500. So if you want to do that, the only place you got to go to is Bet Online because Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. 
Baseball season is in full swing. You can track all of that action as well as the NHL playoffs at Bet Online. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and UFC and MMA action. So before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. So head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on top of your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. That's promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Now, Josh, if you do win that money, no, no matter how much you throw down on there, maybe you throw 200 down and make 7K, take that money and invest it. And if you're going to invest it, you got to invest it with our friends over at Wealthfront. Because stocks, memes, rocket ships, day trading can be a lot of fun, but if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon, you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Decades of data show that investors that trade individual stocks underperform the market every year. In fact, only 1% of day traders beat the market. The odds are not in your favor if you're doing it alone. Team up with Wealthfront instead. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. So to get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H. F-R-O-N-T dot com slash locked on NHL to start growing your savings. So like I said, go to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL and get started today. So Josh, we've been talking a little bit about goalies and their impact on the playoffs. Billy Huso's impact on this team, whether his performance tonight will be a dub, um, disregarding the outcome of the game as a whole. Uh, but the Blues have another goalie in their system now. And he's up with the big squad. Joel Hofer was called up from the Utica Comets today. Big fella, 6'5", 20 years old. Had an 8.98 save percentage on the year with Utica. Only played 10, 10 games with him. And like I said, he's small only, sample small size, sample size yeah. and he's only 20 years old. Very green along in his development. But it's nice to have that guy along. I'm assuming he's going to be taking a Black Aces role and just kind of seeing and watching uh, playoff hockey in the NHL. But what do you think he can take away from this experience, just being up with the big squad, being in the ear of Jordan Bennington and Billy Huso as they go about this process of trying to repeat their magic from 2019? The Blues clearly put a lot of focus and a lot of emphasis on their their goalie system um, when it comes to developing, drafting and developing players. You know, I, I, there's a quote from Forever Back uh, where Doug Armstrong basically says, we try to keep our cupboard stacked at various positions and goalie is the most important cupboard when it comes to prospects. And I think we saw the perfect example um, in a guy like Jordan Bennington. You know, you can never have too many good goalie prospects. I think as a result, there's a very good environment for goalies. And and I think that it's it, it, there's no there's no uh, secret why Jordan Bennington was able to succeed the way he does and, and why, you know, Colton Ellis uh, is looking like 
uh, absolute world breaker at in goalie and Joel Hofer is, is ahead of schedule in his development. And I think the blues do a really good job of developing goalies and, and, and making them comfortable and, and also just getting them ready for higher level hockey. And I think a guy like Joel Hofer at 20 years old, you know, playing 10 games in the AHL um, and playing, playing decently at that, um, you know, sharing the team with, uh, another NHL organization, not not a good environment for a twenty year old goalie to thrive, but yet he managed to manage to impress the team enough to get called up. So being in this environment is is just a kind of like a, a glance into hopefully his his NHL future. You know, I'm sure there'll be times when Joel Hofer is a starter or a backup goalie, maybe with the Blues, maybe not, um, where he's looking at a playoff run, and 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 this is valuable insight for a twenty year old. You know, a couple years ahead of schedule. So I think it's just going to create a a long-term safety net for the blues, you know, who, who knows who their goalie tandem is going to be years down the road. Um, but a guy like Joel Hofer is, is definitely a candidate and getting him up and getting him with the team early is, is a great head start for that. From what it sounds like, Joel Hofer is not going to be playing in the regular season, probably not in the playoffs. Um, as Jordan Bennington is scheduled to start next game, if I saw on Twitter correctly. Um, but some other people that are scheduled to start next game that haven't in a while, uh, Vince Dunn, Sammy Blay, Tarasenko, Craig Bruby said he wants to get all of them um, a regular season game under their belt just to get them ready before the playoffs. So what do those players mean to this team and inserting them back into the lineup? Because oh, there's some big some big names right there. I'm not going to lie to you, uh, especially Vladimir Tarasenko, if he can come back healthy. Uh, and be a force to be reckoned with in these playoffs, uh, we could really see. It's one of those things like the needle pushers that we talk about. Push the needle for this team. Vladimir Tarasenko can absolutely do that if he returns to 100% health and sets the world on fire. So what do you think inserting these guys back into the lineup for next game uh, will help in terms of motivation, guys in the room, uh, and getting this team ready for playoff hockey? Those are three guys that I don't think we've seen consistent 100% play out of them yet this season for one reason or another. And I think that the biggest reason might be just because they needed this extended break, you know, with the with the chaos and the speed of the season, maybe Tarasenko came back a little bit too early, maybe he didn't get the proper rest, um etc cetera, etc cetera. and same with same with Blay and Dunn, maybe you know they're they're dealing with nagging injuries that aren't necessarily preventing them from playing, but making it a little bit harder, you know, making things a little bit more uncomfortable. And this, this, you know, week, week plus off that they've now had, uh, maybe it's not, maybe it wasn't the most pressing thing in the world. Maybe they could have played those games, but Ruby looked at the looked at the standings and said, we can afford to give these guys some rest. So I, I, I it's almost like a, you know, they always say, oh, getting guys back from injury is almost like a trade. Um, but I think it is. I think if we get, you know, Vladimir Tarasenko playing beyond what he had given this season, um, that would be a huge addition for the team. He has the potential to be the best, the most important goal scorer on this team, and we haven't seen that out of him this year. So maybe those those few days of rest are, are what he needed to get back up to speed. Um, and Vince Dunn can be a, a huge needle pusher on defense as well. Um, so maybe, you know, like I said, those few extra days off were what he needed to get up to that speed. So I'm looking forward to their Yeah, return. I am too, and I think one of the most underrated guys there uh, that could potentially return to the lineup is Sammy Blay because I feel like every time we talk about him, we say playoff warrior Sammy Blay. But uh, when you've got a guy that's capable of playing the skill game of Colorado or the physical game of Vegas, at a snap's notice, I feel like Sammy Blay is that kind of player. Uh, and having players like that, especially in the playoffs, uh, is extremely, uh, extremely beneficial to a team's success. Um, so I'm very excited to see him slotted back in the lineup. 
Like I said, I think Sammy Blay is an absolute underdog for this team. So if you think we're an underdog in the podcast world, um, make sure you leave us a rating. Five star, four star, three star, even a one star if you think we do a crap job. Uh, give us some feedback. Let us know how we're doing. We love input from you guys, but I think that's all the time we have for today. So thank you guys so much for listening to the Locked on Blues podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Locked on Blues. You can follow me on Twitter and Locker Room. At 12 or 15, you can follow Josh on Twitter and locker room at Josh Hyman NHL. But like I said, thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, let's go Blues.